figure that game out, session six. Game over, game losing flaws. Game losing flaws. Now, if you think about your life, your leadership, your impact, the relationships you love, the, the people that you enjoy building your life with, you want to take this long-term view. We've talked about this in the other lessons, but the way that I would think about it in this one is, I want to stay in the game. I want to keep playing the game. I don't want to commit a game-losing flaw that takes me out. And so we've said in numerous ways, the way we think about this is we're not trying to play a game that is aggressive, where we're trying to define who we're not. We're not trying to play a passive game. We're playing a true vision and desire, vision and desire game who I want to be and what I want to do in the world. So we all sabotage at some point. This is not to beat up on us. This is just reality so we can relax. No one keeps on growing. And if you're following along in the worksheet, you'll see that in the notes. No one keeps on growing. Now, what I do want to do is break down for you some very scientific numbers from lots of anecdotal experience, coaching, uh, high-impact leaders in different contexts, continents, and companies, literally in places all over the world. And of course, I'm winking while I say this very scientific number breakdown. But you can see this in the notes, and I want you to follow along because this is going to give you a clue of where you might find yourself in what we're talking about today. Now, most people are about at 20 to 80% of their capacity. Uh, most people are about 20 to 80% of their expressed effectiveness of who they can become. When it, when it uh, boils down to them achieving a vision in life and trying to forward advance something that's near and dear to them, some kind of vision. And why they're limited is because they're failing to cooperate with some unforeseen circumstance. They're failing to cooperate with some unforeseen circumstance they need to react to. It's like the Mike Tyson saying, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth or the face. Everyone has things that are happening to them that makes life challenging, that makes life hard. And so most people are never breaking out of that 20 to 80% range because there's an unforeseen circumstance that's thrown them off. Now, the second breakdown, which is where I think a lot of us might be, is that 80 to 90% range, that 80 to 90% range. What's happening there is they're failing to proactively anticipate change. Instead, what they're doing is they're coasting on yesterday's gains. In fact, a lot of the middle class experience in the Western world, in the Scandinavian world, in Australia, New Zealand, and we know this from working with people in those areas, you kind of reach this place that you've achieved and then you coast for a number of decades thereafter. Uh, sadly, what people think is they've got to hit some kind of cruising altitude at by 30 or 40 or maybe even 50. And then from there, it's coasting on gains. And so they're at 80 to 90% effectiveness because they're not anticipating change they need to make. And then some are at 91% and above. They're at 91% of the fullness of their potential being re uh, reached. They are making harder fought for incremental gains incremental gains. This is why people lose heart at that stage. It's so much more difficult to go from 93% to 94%. Uh, the best illustration I have on this is somebody referenced when I was making this point, the Tom Brady documentary, and I haven't seen it, but against time or out of time or whatever it is. And they were just saying, you know, with all his coaches and all he's working on, do you know how hard it is for him to get from like 95% to 96% effectiveness at some level? So these are harder fought for gains. Now, for anyone here that's going through this content, if you 
are somewhere and you feel like you're at 60% of your potential or 80% of your potential or 92% of your potential, wherever you are in that, most of you are going to be aided by learning one of the four game losing flaws we're going to talk about. And if you can learn to replace that game losing flaw with a proactive action I'm going to give you, then you get to stay in the game. When we think about staying in the game, a big way to sum up these game losing flaws was someone I saw on Twitter who summed up all of Nicholas Talib's work. I don't know if you're familiar with him, anti-fragile skin in the game, the black swan. I've loved a lot of his stuff for a long time now. And someone was summing up his work and said this, risk is overrated, ruin is underrated. In other words, we get more worried about, we're more concerned with the things that we would be risking and how that could hurt us. And we're not concerned enough with how ruin hurts us. I can tell you from talking to people for years now on feeling like they've got to take a next step in their career, their ambition, their leadership, their life, whatever it is, they're worried about the risk. They're not worried enough about what would happen if they don't take that risk and the ruin that will come to them. We want to be the kind of people who replace these game losing flaws. So let me walk you through these real quick. Number one, and as I walk you through these game losing flaws, I've got to give a hat tip here to Neil Gaiman, who wrote, uh, he's written a number of books, but he wrote the Sandman comics series. And in one random moment of dialogue in that series, the uh, one of the characters rehearses four game losing flaws. And I'm using that wording exactly because it's so freaking brilliant. Game losing flaw number one. Hesitation. Hesitation. When I was teaching, uh, so two of my daughters drive, one will be learning soon. But when I was teaching the other two to drive and we'd come up to a stop uh, sign or any kind of intersection, and you'd see that moment where their wheels are turning. Do I, do I have it? Should I go? Should I not go? I don't know. And I just told them over and over and over, the minute you've hesitated, don't go. Play it safe. Because by hesitating, you've already put yourself in a danger zone. <laughs> you know, you don't just roll up too fast either, obviously. But what happens for us in our life and our leadership is it's the hesitation that slows us down. For most of us, our rational mind got us here. That's great. That's wonderful. It's amazing. We're not childish anymore. Okay, but we lose the childlikeness where it's the speed with which we can take the actions that we need to take that are going to give us this massive exponential benefit. What are you missing if you hesitate? Well, you miss what's happening. I mean, how many times have you been in a meeting with somebody or been in a situation that's personal and you find out more information and you go, oh my gosh, if I would have known that, I would have changed how I interacted with you around that idea. So there's constant signals being sent our way but when we're insecure in our identity, we can't interpret those. Our anxiety blocks up the signal. You might miss the timing. So not only you're missing what's happening, but you're missing the timing. Everything has a timing to it. And the more that you are secure in your identity and you're working on that with all the skills we teach you, then you're going to find this rhythm that you sync up with what's happening around you. So what's the solution here? If you don't want the game losing flaw of hesitation to take you out, to keep you from reaching the edge of your abilities and being at your absolute best, it's to build awareness. You build awareness. So all change starts with just awareness. What is going on? And there is a, a flaw that people, with this hesitation flaw, there's a, 
error that people make in their thinking that they're going to reach a point of awareness and be done. Well, it's never going to be that way. I mean, for me, I, I relate to it like Sisyphus pushing the rock up the hill. I'm ever increasing in my awareness. I've never reached a point where I'm fully and perfectly aware. Every day, I'm becoming aware again. And that takes me to the second game-losing flaw, failure of nerve, failure of nerve. At some point, our nerve just breaks down. Life has just got these hardships and challenges to it, and getting back up one more time feels exhausting. Now, I'm going to tell you a trick, and I've heard this from so many people, that will help you with this failure of nerve flaw. Oftentimes, our nerve fails us because we feel internal shame, because we're not following some kind of conventional path. Here's what I mean. For me to be where I am right now, in 2008, I had to reinvent from a career standpoint and a finance standpoint and all this stuff. I had to break good conventional wisdom around personal finance. In other words, I had to play a game in such a way. I mean, we, those of you that know the story, we had six figures of debt, everything that came out of the development that we were a part of. When I was going through that, if I would have played that game like maybe a popular finance teacher like Dave Ramsey would teach, then it would have absolutely sidelined us. Now, for those of you that are familiar with his story, he actually declared bankruptcy uh, to get out of that situation and then start rebuilding himself. And what I'm telling you is conventional wisdom is usually wrong as a whole. And especially when it comes to matters of common narratives where we compare ourselves, it breaks us down and we feel shame and we spend so much energy fighting them in our head, what are they going to say that we diminish our willpower and at some point there's a failure of nerve. And so if you want to get a clue or a signal that you're going to reach that point where you stop too soon, right before all the good stuff hits, look for the things that you tolerate or avoid. And this is in your notes there, things that you might tolerate or avoid, because what happens as you tolerate or avoid these things over time you start to uh, make these little trade-offs. You might try to avoid reality, data, circumstances, red flags. Um, if you've done a lot of you know, hiring or business dealings in your life, then you know if you see two red flags with somebody, then there's going to be 47 of them. Uh, maybe you ignore intuitive warnings. So what do we do when we feel like that failure of nerve might be happening and our nerve starts to break down? We lean in. That's the solution. We lean in. Yes, I know it's hard. Just take the next right step. While I record this here in uh, my office, I'm reminded of when our basement flooded a number of years ago, and I just had no energy. It was through a number of circumstances that had completely sidelined me. I was exhausted, came home with a van full of stuff from Ikea, <laughs> and I was ready to put it together. I went downstairs to get the tools, and there was like inches of water. I mean, I circled the staircase, just sloshing around in the water, exhausted. And I thought, I can't do this. And I grabbed a toy and I pushed it out the window. And I thought, okay, there's one. <laughs> just keep taking these next steps. You lean in. Game losing flaw three. Unable to shift into a defensive shape. Unable to shift into a defensive shape. Here's what I mean. When you are the kind of leader that's going to reach the edge of your impact, then you know there are times you have to play 
in a lost position. Now, whether you're watching this as a part of Champion Shift or as a part of Sight Shift, you understand the idea from athletics to poker to leadership. It's not always about being in the winning position. Do I want to play to win? Yes. But sometimes, even in playing to win, I'm in a lost position and I have to be able to take on a defensive shape. I have to be able to morph into something that I might be resisting. Now, you want to get a really deep dive on this idea? Go read our values and look at the idea of the electric metal. <laughs> what it means to take a shape that feels not the way that you've done up to this point. Maybe you've led up to this point in your past by always walking around and connecting with your team. And now you're in a place because of the world we live in now that you have to schedule meetings with everybody and you have to connect virtually through Zoom. What's it mean now for you to be able to take a different shape, take a different way of interacting with them, planning more, proactive more, right? I tend to be on that planning proactive part. So what's it mean for me to follow the feeling and just text somebody while I'm thinking about them? I create systems to keep in touch with others, but how can I follow even that little emotional or mental moment? They capture the horizon of my mind and I wonder how they're doing. And I just don't go, oh, well, that's not, this isn't the day that I reach out to that person. This isn't that part of the system. Being unable to take a defensive shape because you are rigid will take you out of the game. You have to be able to flex. So what are people doing that can't flex? They're forcing. They're forcing. What are they forcing? Well, maybe you're forcing playing offense. We've already talked about that. You could force solutions that you're attached to. You could f uh, force assessments of others or your assessment of the situation. And, and that may or may not be right. I mean, reality is complex. We know this at the deepest level of physics. Reality is usually determined from the point of the observer, as Einstein showed us. So there's room for this complexity. How do we get to something that's simple that we can take action on? We just watch for the things that we're forcing. But you could be forcing your perspective. You could be forcing your approach. I mean, as this is recorded in 2021, how the world has broken and people and families are splitting along viewpoints and factions. Almost no one is holding ideas in their minds on both extremes and being able to emerge with some kind of wisdom. We're very reactive right now. So, so what do you do here? What's the solution if you're in a place that you're not able to shift into that defensive shape and you're stuck? You flip. You flip. Go back to martial arts or go back to the learning circle in this series that we've been doing. Any point that you're finding resistance, you don't meet force with force. Take any situation right now where you're not getting the results you want in some kind of leadership experience or coaching experience in your life where you're trying to bring a vision to people and they're not seeing what you're seeing. Are you going to get there through more force? No. It's going to be coming from taking an indirect approach when you've been taking a direct approach. Or it's taking a direct approach when you've been taking an indirect approach. It's the flip. The flip holds the secret for everything that you want to see happen. Last, the last game losing flaw, lack of imagination. Lack of imagination. This is when you're at that point that you get really frustrated. You're frustrated and so you're over-aggressive. You're, you're living at that simmering six that we talk about. You're not at a level 10, feedback-rich environment, learning like crazy, level one, relaxed. 
You're just kind of this middle irritation. That right there sums up every sitcom dad in the last two generations of television. They just simmer at a constant six. They're not alive and learning and deep relaxation. And what happens over time when you do that, you just lose your edge. There's a lack of imagination. You're numbing out. You say this phrase, I could have never, I could have never have seen that coming. How would you feel if military leaders were completely caught off guard and said, we could have never imagined that 300,000 troops would disappear, <laughs> as we know is playing out in the current scenario in our world right now. You would go, hey, wait a second. It's your job to imagine that. Let's talk extreme ownership here. If you're facing a situation where you go, I could have never imagined this happening. Well, you got to catch up to reality real quick. And we all have those moments happen. In my over two decades of leading, in my over two decades of building a family, I can tell you there have been situations in both domains I never saw coming. I couldn't have imagined it happening. And when it did, I had one choice, and that's to catch up to reality very, very quick. Well, what's the solution here so that we're not caught off guard by our imagination so often that it's a game-losing flaw? Well, the solution here is to flow, to flow. You'll never perfectly scan your horizon and imagine all that could go wrong. But like a downhill skier who's very tuned into their environment in such a way that if they make an error, they could die in the extreme version of downhill skiing where they're skiing down these mountains coming out of a helicopter. You're on the lookout but you're still focused on the vision. You're zeroed in and your peripheral vision is wide open. And wherever you find yourself with this journey of these game losing flaws, sometimes the stuff that happens here in this lack of imagination is so personal and so hurtful to you that you feel like you'll never overcome it. And I think of the poet David White and I'm going to paraphrase this a little bit, who said to forgive is to know a bigger identity than the person who received the harm. So whatever you've been through, whatever you've gone through, if you've been through some harm and you didn't see that coming, to forgive is to step into a bigger identity than the person that that happened to. And then you can turn that new chapter. These four game-losing flaws you can apply right now to any situation you're leading, your team, people that you interact with and care about. Scan your horizon. You'll never scan it perfectly. Keep doing the work of identity space and activating your intuition because nothing will protect you more than having that early warning signal where your intuition knows something that your rational mind can't yet accept. And these four game-losing flaws will help protect you when you need to be on the lookout.